to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. And here is Martin Grunberg. Alrighty, here we go. Welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Martin Grunberg. You have reached Habits to Goals. Today we have a fantastic, <laughs> a fantastic Frequently Asked Friday. And I am short on time. I have what is called, essentially, what are the Big goal mistakes. What are the mistakes people make when they set their goals, when they go after their goals? I'm calling it the dirty dozen, if you will. We got 12 mistakes when it comes to goal setting. And I'm moving a bit faster than normal, which some of you may actually prefer, but I'm, I gotta get I got to get moving and we got to get this out. And we had this beautifully buttoned up recorded yesterday. And our lovely little recording studio, Mac, decided to die, which means we get to do it again. So it's going to be even better. And it, <laughs> it occurs to me for the new listener. Looking to get up to speed, apologies, frequent listener, very quickly, 30 seconds. You're looking for tools, how to build, develop new habits that are aligned with your goals to help you reach them more quickly. The best, the easiest thing you can do is just Google PAR, P-A-R-R, and the habit factor. You'll get some resources there. There's a free tracking template. You can also go to thehabitfactor.com forward slash templates. When you get that free tracker, you get a video, you get an explanation how to follow par. All right. Thank you, frequent listener. Everybody's up to speed. Here we go. The dirty dozen. What happens when people set goals and then they don't achieve them, they get frustrated, and then they are less likely to set them again. The flip side is when they set them and they achieve them, they feel good about themselves, and they set more and more goals. So it's really critical to not, to avoid these mistakes, I should say. The key is to avoid these mistakes. Let me know if you have made any of these. Here we go. The first one. (laughs) We just did an episode about this, and I've written a blog post about it. The biggest, not the biggest mistake, one of the most common is flapping your gums, talking about your goals. There's actually science behind this. There's some research how and why it backfires. If you think Jerry on Facebook is going to swing back around six months later and ask you how your book is going, chances are very good you're wrong. Holding everyone or, or I should say announcing your goal to everyone with the intent 
the hope that they're going to hold you accountable. Everyone is no one. Everyone equates to no one. And so, again, I'll link to the post. It goes in great deal why this is such a big mistake. Keep it to yourself and do not dissipate your energy. So that's the first. Do not flap your gums. In fact, the the post is called uh, something like shut your pie hole. So don't do it. Just get excited about how awesome it's going to be after you achieve your goal then to talk about it. And the crazy thing is you won't at that point because you're going to be you're going to be so proud of what you have done, you're not even going to want to brag about it. All right, number 2. Thinking that the to-do list is the key to goal achievement and or weighing it more importantly than, for lack of a better term, the habit list. In other words, when you focus on core recurring behaviors, that has far more weight and value to your goal's achievement. For instance, if your goal was to write a book, the to-do list might say, you know, make three calls looking for a publisher or send out letters. That is garbage, right? What's going to matter with your book being completed is writing. And if you follow, again, PAR in the Habit Factor process, you will set target days, for instance, three times a week for 20 minutes, and you will track it. So focusing more on core recurring behaviors, you've heard this a million times, and less on the to-do list. So that's mistake number two. Mistake number three, you, it's, it's kind of A and B. It's, well, let me back that up. It's, it's very much like, uh, the three little bears and, and the porridge was too hot and the porridge is too cold. This idea that we set goals way too big and where is the sweet spot then is the question. And it's just outside, to be cliched, your comfort zone. For instance, to add a little clarity here, if your goal is to run a marathon and you never ran a 5K, a more realistic goal, still outside the comfort zone, is a half marathon on the way to the marathon goal, right? If your goal is to make a million bucks in sales at your company, but you haven't made a quarter million, dialing it down a little, you want to be more realistic, but not too realistic. There's this fine line where you really want to you want to set a reach goal but not so far beyond that it's going to actually dissuade you so that's number three too big all right number four people say their goals unfortunately they're telling people about their goals they're not writing them down and there's there's a lot of discussion about how it's even more powerful to handwrite versus type. 
you know, I'm, I'm probably 60, 40 there. I can see that. I understand that. I think typing is certainly better than not writing it down at all. One way or the other, get it in written form. So not writing it down, mistake number four. Mistake number five, not revisiting it. A lot of people, some of the most successful people I know, pace their goals on the mirror. So they're seeing it every day. And that reminds me, when I said two big goals, I did say there was an A and B. It's too big and too many. If there's too many, you're losing focus. So sorry to jump back, but, but too big and too many is absolutely a mistake. So then not writing them down, not revisiting them. Number five, number six, there's no end date. In other words, there's no due date. Visit have a look at the pressure paradox, which I think is only like $4. It's a comprehensive study on how the, really the value, how, how for a large portion of our society is missing the tremendous value that pressure offers us. And in fact, when you think about productivity, performance, and peace of mind. Yes, peace of mind. Pressure is instrumental. Counterintuitive, I know, but a lot of life is like that. So what the reason I went off on that slight tangent is because a deadline is something that creates pressure and tension. And that's highly desirable when you're trying to be productive. Having said that, (laughs) mistake number four is if the deadline is too tight, it can become discouraging. So being patient and knowing when to actually, when it's okay to miss a deadline, I've said it a million times, NASA, you know, they, they miss a deadline with a rocket launch. They don't scrap the whole thing. They just set it back up and they keep moving. You're just like them. Same idea. Okay, so we got through seven. Six was they don't have a date. Seven is sometimes the due date is not realistic. Number ocho. They give up. <laughs> they give up too early because... The daily grind overwhelms them. And you're sitting there raising your hand saying yes. And I'm going to tell you the antidote to that is what we said number two was. Focusing more on the core recurring behaviors and the process. Habit alignment, habit development, and less on a to-do list. That way... If life derails you, which it will, you have your tracking sheet and you're following a process so you can get back on the horse. Number nine. It's crazy. I just said it. But they're focused on the outcome more than the process itself. Focusing on the process, trusting the process, 
going through the tracking sheet or the free app. Yes, the Habit Factor is free on Android and iOS. There's a free and paid version. But the point is trusting the process and focusing more on the day-to-day execution and less on the outcome. If you're watching grass grow from one day to the next, you see no perceivable change, no perceptible change. However, revisit it six months later and you will absolutely notice. And the point there is trusting the process. That's what you're doing when you're following PAR and you're following the tracking sheet and you're aligning your habits to your goals. So that was the the ninth biggest mistake. The focus, your attention is in the wrong place on the outcome versus the process. Number 10, almost done with the dirty dozen and good. I'm Coming up on a few minutes here. Uh, where are we? Yeah, this happens often. Um, it's a mindset thing. Anticipating setbacks. If you can anticipate them, they are easier mentally to adapt to, to adjust, to become more resourceful. Many people will go into the goal and think the plan is going to go absolutely effortlessly without a hitch. And unfortunately, that will never happen or almost never happen. Certainly hasn't happened in my experience. All right, number 11. So anticipate setbacks and just be ready for them. I'm not saying you even have to expect them. Just Be aware of the possibility. Number 11, this could have been number one, not committing. With the John Asaroff interview about a month ago, he has a great story about the difference between commitment, you know, being interested in something and being committed. And there is a massive difference. So, So being interested in a goal, in achieving a goal, is not going to help you. If you just think it would be nice to learn how to play the violin, or it would be nice to do an Ironman, or it would be nice to write a book, if you're interested but not committed, um, it's not going to happen. And number 12, to round out the Dirty Dozen... I'm reading my make. Well, the idea is to develop the grit habit. So people are not gritty enough at times. And so we've done several posts on this, several podcasts. You may be saying, what, what the hell is grit in at its essence? Right? It's this beautiful combination of patience and perseverance meeting resourcefulness. And there's, 
There's a very nice post, in fact, multiple. If you just search grit and the habit factor, again, just Google. It's probably the quickest way. There's a an illustration of all the habits that kind of lead to the grit habit. I think it's called something like, if grit is the key to success, what is the key to grit? Because grit is, of course, a habit. And so what are the component parts and how are they developed? So it's all beautifully illustrated, if I do say so, my darn self. So there you go. There's 12 12 mistakes to be aware of as you, and it's kind of surprising we haven't done this before, 12 mistakes to be aware of as you pursue your goals. I know I went through it fairly quickly. I'll see if I can rattle these off quick. Don't talk about them. Zip your yapper. Clam your pie hole. Two, thinking or focusing more on a to-do list than core recurring behaviors than habits. Three, too big and too many goals. Four, not writing them down. Five, not revisiting them daily. And again, when I say them, I'm thinking one, two, three tops. You are best off with one. We are all best off with one. Because that's, of course, focus. Six. Because five was revisiting, not revisiting. Six, you don't have a due date. Seven, the due date is not realistic. Eight, they give up too early. The daily grind overwhelms them. So once they get derailed, it should actually be called they don't get back on the horse. Get back on the horse. The way you do that is you follow the process. Par. Habit alignment. All right, nine, they're focused more on the outcome than the process. Ten, they don't anticipate setbacks. Eleven, they are interested and not committed. I like this. This is good. Twelve, they haven't developed the grit habit. And that's it, my friends. Finally, the parting shot here. Um, I've mentioned the Kindle, and then some people are like, is it on Audible? And if the answer is, of course, of course it's on Audible. That's on me for not reiterating and mentioning that. So if you go to, in fact, the crazy thing is, if you are not an Audible member and you're interested in trying it out, The habit factor could be free, which is even better than three or five bucks, right? Get it free as part of your 30-day trial. Um, I have probably a dozen good friends who are addicted to Audible. They just mow through books. Um, I've got a membership for a key member on my team, so I can't recommend it enough. The, The pressure paradox is there. 
the habit factors there. Check it out. The way to do that is to go to audibletrial.com, audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. That's kind of one word with the two. Audibletrial.com forward slash habits to goals. And then if you just search for the habit factor, again, you can get that free with your trial and you are good to go. So there you are, 12, (laughs) the dirty dozen uh, of goal mistakes. Thank you and good night now. Have a terrific, I believe, yes, we got a, that was a Friday. So have a terrific weekend. I will see you Monday. Thanks for the ratings. Thanks for, for the reviews and keep the emails coming too. Keep killing it. See ya. Hey, really quick, I just want to remind you if you want to grab your habits and goals tracking template, the template that started it all, you can get that really quickly. Just text me at 33444 and simply text the word habits. That is habits, H-A-B-I-T-S, to 33444 and you will get the tracking template immediately. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thanks for dropping a quick review. It'll take you less than 30 seconds if you're getting value. I'm out.